Welcome to the Missions Podcast, the show that explores your hard questions on missions, theology, and practice to help goers think and thinkers go. I'm Alex Kochman, Advancement Director for ABWE, joined with Scott Dunford, West Coast Advancement Coordinator and Pastor of Redeemer Church in Fremont, California, and Brian Nestor of Cedarville University. We're coming to you live from Cedarville University, and we're excited about some things happening in the missions program here that we're going to be talking about a little bit more. But first, if you're not just listening, if you're watching by video today, you will notice we've got some swag. Some, yeah. some, some ABWE sunglasses. Really cool or ridiculous, probably more ridiculous, but. For you, yes, especially. <laughs> but it, we timed this really well with the sunlight coming straight in our faces from the outside window right when we uh, scheduled this recording. So. Yeah. Um, Don't need the light. Yeah. Ohio, the sunshine state. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. That's Welcome right. to Ohio. The yes. sun always shines in Ohio. Yeah, so we're excited to have you, Brian. Brian, why don't you just introduce yourself, your role at Cedarville, the Cedarville students listening, and a lot of the ABWE missionaries that are listening might be aware uh, of your work, but a lot of people won't be as well. So why don't you explain your role? All right, well, thank you. It's great to be with you. And I will, want to, first of all, just greet uh, Cedarville alum that might be watching because we have a lot of Cedarville and ABWE connections yeah. long before I got here. Just very well-tuned uh, partnership for many, many years. We're excited about that. And uh, I am part of Global Outreach here at Cedarville. What years ago, if you were pre-2014, you would be thinking of MIS. That's what it was called when I first got here in uh, 1994. Uh, MIS was started by Don Callen, uh, former uh, board member with ABWE, head coach, athletic director, a hero here at Cedarville. Uh, he's, he and uh, Harold Green started MIS, Missions Outreach Program at Cedarville in the early 70s. So we're about 50 years old as far as short-term missions uh, going to serve with missionaries overseas. My introduction really to Cedarville came, well I came as a youth pastor bringing students, but my formal introduction came as we were missionaries with ABWE in Budapest, Hungary and hosted some of the early 90s uh, short-term missionaries uh, that came over to visit us in Budapest and Romania and Ukraine um, when we were serving in the early 90s. So I've been here at Cedarville now since 94 and just ensure our overall responsibility of global outreach is to get students involved locally, domestically, short-term mission trips and overseas mission trips on a regular basis. So, Brian, I mean, those of us in the ABWE world, it, you know, you show up at all the events, you, you're as much a part of the ABWE family, not just from your time serving overseas, but just continually have been involved. It might be mistaken. Some people might think you're the president of, of Cedarville, and you, you assure us you're not. I am not. And Thomas not. White also assures us you're yeah, not. That's right. uh, and, and we're all thankful. <laughs> we'll clarify that with him when we interview him later today, uh, just to make sure that we're all on the same page. But you, you, you've been in this role for a long time, both as a missionary receiving short-term trips, but now on the other end of preparing students to go overseas and the, being, being, being on the sending side of things. First of all, what are you seeing, what, what have you seen differently? It, it's easy for us, even Alex and I were talking about just, uh, he's a millennial, you know, I'm a Gen Xer and, and trying to understand Gen Z and the, the, I don't understand Gen Z at all. And I'm closer in age. Yeah. And I don't understand them at all. Like I think TikTok is degenerate trash. Well um, yeah, probably well, I don't know what it is. Right. So, <laughs> next generation I have. I've heard of it. So, so you know, as you've you you've been you you've been working with students, you know, from I was in college in ninety four. Mm, so yeah. all the way through today. And today and these the what, kids are, are here now weren't even born in ninety four. Tell us, are the kids 
all right. And if they're not all right, what, are, what, what, are, what, are you, what have you seen in the differences of college students through the years? Yeah, well, again, I think Cedarville, we're very fortunate. We do get great kids to begin with. And, you know, even, you know, we've been through, you know, this past year, weird things with COVID. Previous to that, we had 9-11, 2001, you know, all those kind of things that would maybe cause fear or disruption in short term, let alone, you know, long term missions as well. Uh, our students seem to respond with excitement. They want to go. They want to serve. Um, and I can't take any credit for what I feel is, is a, an atmosphere at Cedarville of students want to go serve. It's not just vacation with a purpose. I, I, I hope we never use I don't think you guys ever no, use we that phrase. We, well, <laughs> we, it's, well, every vacation should have a purpose to rest, right. to vacation, and to be a gospel testimony. I understand that. But short-term missions has got to feed the, the ministry we're going to partner with. And I think that's one of the things that I'm sure it sets us apart, but definitely is part of our philosophy at Cedarville. And it has been since the early 70s with Don Callen. He went to the same place year after year. We've gone to many different places since then. We've probably been to 90 different countries as short-termers. But uh, because I was on the other side, I realized how much work it is for yeah. one. Hosting is a tremendous burden on, on the field missionary, and we try and train our students be more of a blessing than you are a burden. Because no doubt you are going to be a burden. You know, to host someone in your home, whether it be in another country or here in the States, yeah. uh, hosting is, is tiresome. And if we don't boost the ministry, if we don't add to the ministry, uh, we are just a burden and, and not at all a blessing. And we want to be sure to be a blessing. And our students have worked hard at that. And, and we're not perfect. I'm sure we have some, as one missionary partner in another, uh, another agency says, so far you haven't sent us any duds. So that's a compliment. Yeah, you know, we, our goal is no duds. Don't, so, we, so you're seeing encouraging things with this generation. Absolutely. And they come to me with ideas. So, yeah. I mean, you know, this year coming out of COVID, we're, we're not going to try and expand a whole lot because for two years, some of our partners that really appreciate and want our t teams to be there haven't been able to serve, you know, we've not been able to service them by sending them teams. So this year we're trying to get back to more normal numbers, but we're not going to expand into necessarily into new fields, at least not to a great extent. Yeah. So yeah, our students want to go. They, they are ready. We just had a conference last week and it was a getting started conference, Bible conference, Bible teaching challenge for their walk in the walking with the Lord. But a number of them made decisions about missions right away the first week back in school. So the atmosphere here is that way. Uh, we always want to make it better. We've had, you know, some some ABWE last year. We had Bobby Heil come give us some field experience. You know, this is what missionaries expect yeah. or need when you come to the field. Um, so, you know, I think our students have that heart, but of course we want to train them. Right. Be sure you go to serve. You're not there to, you're not going to turn the world upside down. You know, those that came to Budapest when we were there, they really enhance the church planning with English teaching and youthfulness and different things that add to a, a ministry. But it was really long-term missionaries and we right. try and instill that. We are just joining in with something that's already taking place. Right. We're not the starters. We hope to be the strengtheners and, and encouragers along the way. Yeah. So I'm not a missionary, but um, I'm going to approach this kind of as an outsider. We just had a small group from our church in our home a few nights ago and uh, we had a wonderful time. A lot of small kids. We've got three kids from age one to eight, right? So there was a lot of activity in the house and we were probably up till nine or 10 p.m. just cleaning stuff up. It was it was one of those nights, right? That happens. That hospitality can be a burden, a great joy, but exhausting. Um, all the more so 
when you're dealing with people that are living out of a suitcase, spending a week, two weeks with you at a time, and you yourself are living in another culture overseas. So we're here at Cedarville University, and we want to speak to the students and encourage them about missions, but let's shift and focus to the missionaries themselves directly. Uh, how can that be a joyful time for them, not just a time where they feel like there's a, a burden potentially, and how can they receive whatever value it is that the students do bring to their ministry? Yeah, that's great. Uh, for one, be ready to receive, you know, because missionaries are givers. There's no, t no doubt about it. They're there because they want to invest, they want to give, they want to serve. But sometimes one of our teams went to the Amazon with, with some of your people and they built a stairway. You know, they just did different things practically as well as a vacation Bible school and church planning assistance and so forth. But they also wanted to give the couple a night away for their anniversary or something. And, and, and I know the missionary, I won't give you his name, you probably know who it is, but he didn't want to, you know, he resisted accepting that gift, but sometimes missionaries need to be able to receive that gift, yeah. you know, because it's just an expression of appreciation, ministry. But, but it can be against their nature, they're givers against by nature. Their na absolutely, they yeah. feel guilty. All of us actually. Yeah, right, they, they could yeah. feel guilty. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, that's one thing, be ready to receive, but I think also share your life. One of the most effective missionaries who's now, I think, also a field rep for another agency hosted us in Mexico for a number of years. And one of the trademarks every year, he made it a point before we used the word even debrief. I mean, he was debriefing with his with the team that went and just shared his testimony, shared his burden. And for I think for the missionaries to receive for one thing, but also to invest in the team and spend time with them, which again, it's, it's costly, it's time consuming, it's exhausting, but I think the return will be those that are willing and ready to go full time, which is part of what you want short term to be. You want to see, you know, in time you might see some people come back or go back somewhere uh, in long term missions. And for the missionary just to spend time with these students and the, and the team, just to share, you know, what the Lord has done. Because I, I, when we talk with students when they come back, one of the most meaningful things is getting to know the missionary, right. getting to know the family, like you say, having kids. Uh, I mean, we'll even send leaders, some of our faculty and staff will take their families on mission trips because uh, a family opens up doors of ministry, conversation. I mean, when we were in Eastern Europe, having kids in the van got you through some of those border crossings back mm. in the early 90s. Yeah. If you have kids in the car, they're a little more compassionate than a bunch of old guys. Right. You know, they say, you can just wait in line with everyone else, yeah. but you have children. So children open doors, yeah. there's no doubt about that. And so I think for the missionary, for one, and I, I meant to say this in the very beginning, we don't want to force ourselves on the missionaries. And I, I think your agency, ABW, is very careful about that. Because some missionaries either aren't equipped to do it or they're yeah. in a, a field that yeah. would not be allowing, yeah, right. you know, stage of, life, yeah. stage of life and type of ministry. Right. So you want to be sure that the host missionary would like to have us. So that's one of the things, we, we don't want to push ourselves uh, on a field. So you want to be sure the missionary really wants and sees the benefit. If they don't see the benefit, no one's going to win. Right. You know, and the mission is going to be exhausted with, a, with no reward, uh, with no blessing. And we want to be sure that the missionaries have a desire to invest that way. So what I'm hearing you say is that sometimes missionaries think that when you're hosting a team, you've got to keep them so busy with activities. And what you're saying is they actually need time to just spend and be with you as a missionary and learn just from being, hanging around yeah, and watching yeah. your life watching. and getting to know your family. Yep. And laugh together, you know, do yeah. stupid things. I tried to, one of our first uh, leaders that came from Cedarville back right, in the 90s. Do stupid things. Okay. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah, well, a book you can yeah. work on that. Well, missionaries can write the book on that, yes, yeah. <laughs> because when you're learning language, you're, you're trying to 
you know, learn a language. And right. I ordered something. We were bringing the leader back to the airport a little early. It was, it was Dr. Dixon's wife, the, the early, earlier president here at Cedarville, and she led a team to Hungary back in 1992. And, and I was trying to order something at a restaurant with my broken, very broken uh, Hungarian. And I did not order well. I ordered cow brain or something. <laughs> and the waiter with very good English said, sir, would you like another we just have to order something else. I don't think you really want cow brain. So, you know, being able to laugh is, right. is huge. Right. They and saw you weren't eating your food and they said, sir, are you still hungry? Well, they, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they called it right off the bat. He, he said, this ignorant American, he, he does not know how to order it in, in Hungarian language. <laughs> um, so just enjoy, if you don't enjoy it, if you don't, you know, see the yeah. blessing of it, it's, it's going to be too much work for the, for the host. Well, and people always make a big deal about, you know, okay, so the Apostle Paul was a short-term ministry uh, uh, missionary. But so much of his travel was just checking in on believers and young churches and seeing how they're doing. I think there's a legitimate ministry of presence that, mm -hmm. that we can have with short-term missions where, you know what, maybe your best ministry yeah. is just in encouraging and being there with shoulder-to-shoulder uh, -shoulder with the missionaries. Yeah. yeah, just to lighten the load, you know. What are some other best, when you think of the teams, when you think of your teams that come back and go, I love this experience, and you want to send teams there again, what are some other best practices that you've seen on the field that maybe our missionaries that are listening, that would be like, ooh, that'd be something I would love to try with a team. What are some of the other good things oh, that you see missionaries wow. do on the receiving um, end? Well, they stretching stretching the team you know uh, we try to say everyone will be ready to yeah. you know share the gospel yeah. share your testimony uh, giving them opportunities without endangering you know mm -hmm. I think sometimes we as a collegiate group may send some people because in many places youth is great yeah. but in other places gray hair is, is more important so uh, I think one of the best practices is really knowing what will help the field and, and that's where communication is so yeah. crucial whether it be a team a field team together or us sending short-termers uh, just knowing what best suits the field, um, and I think that's that's you know that's where our students have really done well. And we're talking to some, of course, that are going to go back after two years of absence, you know, and just finding out what the field really wants. And for the missionary, they just need to let us know, you know, because I th I'm afraid some because Cedarville and other short-term groups have done it for a long time. They think, well, they know what they want to do. Let's just we'll just service them. Right. They need to let us know what their needs are, and we yeah. if we can't meet their needs, we should. I remember one of the very best uh, trips I was ever a part of. Um, one of the great things that, that that missionary did was just simply set up strategic times for us to just be around nationals, uh, believers and unbelievers, um, you know, different age categories. And just, I mean, that was what very much impacted me was just those conversations on those long, you know, everywhere you go, you're going to spend a lot of time in a van or a yep. bus yep. and being able to not just, just talk with my teammates, but being able to talk with uh, the nationals that were riding along with us made a huge impact on me and everyone on that trip. Oh, yeah. The relationship, I mean, we, it's funny, just this week, because uh, we have a student here now who is the great-granddaughter of one of our partners from the you know early 90s I mean he was already a, a senior pastor suffered through a lot of uh, uh, persecution in the early days under the Warsaw Pact there in Hungary and now his daughter is here and uh, Mrs. Dixon like I mentioned 19 well that's what's that 30 years ago well 20 some years ago yeah. she connected with this man's wife and still asked questions yeah. so relationship is I mean I think missions is all about that to begin with but short-term got to be the same way you know 
What most excites you about what you see happening here at Cedarville with missions, Brian? Well, our president, and as you get to talk to him, he wants every student to go. I mean, for one, that's going to that's going to be a lot of work for us. We got a great team that, uh, and, and the whole college works hard at that. So, I mean, we're there's four of us at Global Outreach that make it happen, but with faculty that are behind it, yeah. the administration's behind it, uh, the president is is preaching it and living it. He's putting money behind it as as he's able to. Um, so the students, the students are the most exciting, but because we got such support and encouragement from the top. Uh, it, that's, that's um, you know, I'm not sure other schools have that. Yeah. And he's done it, he's been, he most recently went to India. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that, but uh, we, we send teams to India. And, and he went to India with one of our teams and he has a desire to do it as well as encourage it. And, and students come, they know that. You know, students will come to Cedarville for the education. It's a great education, yeah. but they know that chapel, Bible minor and missions and outreach is just, a big part of what Cyril stands for. Really yeah, and, yeah, and we're, yeah, he would like to every student to get out there, and uh, he's helping make that happen by his enthusiasm and by his support. Well, this is no surprise to you, but wherever we go around the world, uh, especially in the ABWE world, we find uh, Cedarville presence, mm -hmm. and we're so grateful for the long partnership between uh, this mission agency and this academic training institution and the local churches that are a part of all of that and making that happen. So thank you, Brian, for many, many years of service. Yeah, a lot and of that's because of you. It's, it's, well, and it's, it's by God's grace. And like I said, uh, uh, those that we, st as I've heard others say, we stay on the shoulders of those that worked hard to make it happen. And <laughs> that's I appreciate right. those that went before us, that's for sure. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And we're grateful for all of you. And we're grateful for you for listening and for watching today. To get more content, go to missionspodcast.com. You can also follow us in your podcast platform of choice. And when you do so, remember to leave us a positive rating and a five-star review. That'll help get this content in front of others that can share it and can be blessed by it. And if you've been blessed by the ministry of the Missions Podcast, you can go to missionspodcast.com slash support. That'll help us offset some of the cost of bringing you this content and support the work of the gospel around the world. Until next time, thanks for listening.